should have came up with something. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from Apex Alder Ridge Tasting Room in Woodenville. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with guest host Fancy Frenchwood of Saki in Seattle, Michael, um, our wine advocate. I'm working very diligently saying <laughs> that right. Tracy Klinkroth of Chick Chat Seattle, Scott Weta, our go-to guy, and our special guests today are Lisa Kreider and Stephanie Harewood of Corks and Canvas. Welcome, everybody. Hello. Hello. So we made it through the intro. It's like, yay! <laughs> okay, so on today's show is going to be brought to you. Is, today's show is brought to you by Apex at Alder Ridge Tasting Room in Woodenville. Stop here first for your weekends to enjoy mimosas to start your wine tasting off, and also corks and canvas. Grab a glass of wine and get your Van Gogh on. On today's show, our wine sponsor Apex Grenache. Rosé is on our, our on-air tasting with Soiree Aerators. Lisa and Stephanie talk on corks and canvas and Washington wines. We're going to cover socially acceptable and unacceptable in the Duchess Report with what's going on in the Bellevue, Seattle area and what happened last week. All right. We're going to go right into uh, our little tasting here. We're at uh, Apex Alderidge, at Alderidge, I should say. Uh, today we're tasting a really nice, yummy uh, summer wine. If you're thinking summer, I know it's really hard to think summer right now, but um, we have, you know, a lot of things like, you know, white wines are coming out. And Apex has a new, uh, well, so they're doing a Grenache Rosé, which is, we're going to try that now. So, and we use the uh, Soiree aerator to uh, really bring out the full flavors of the wine. So, oxygen is, oxygen is really good. Yes, it is. Brings it's out that fruit in that wine. That's why we use it. It does smell really good. It smells like I'd like to dab a little on my neck and if very it were fragrant. a perfume. Isn't yeah, it, good? it, it is. is. Very fragrant. <laughs> Don't think dirty, boys. We have a full crew so. today. We have all of our girls and guys here, so I have to warn you, this may be an adult show. We don't know how it's ever going to turn out. <laughs> I like this many people around. This is fun. <laughs> but, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, we have Stephanie you know, and Lisa. I'm looking at the, the color. What do, you, what do you think about the color? Nice uh, For, yeah. pink, uh, color. Uh, very translucent, very nice. Uh, really... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, the smells. Yep. To me, it's strawberries, gonna, rhubarb in there. Yeah, I think it would be probably a really great versatile summer wine. And it smells sweeter Spring. than it is, which I think oh, is yes, good. Oh yes, yes. It has a nice sweet. back taste to it. A really it's cool watermelon color to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's off dry, uh, not very sweet like Scott said. Um, it'll pair with a lot of different things. Uh, really good acid on that. Um, thinking salmon. Salmon would be really, really wonderful with this, with maybe some kind of a strawberry uh, mango chutney to go on top of that would be just fabulous. Or maybe light vinaigrette on a salad would be perfect. This would be a great wine for that. Or just a uh, nice, young, fresh cheese with some fruit, maybe a brie. I love it. Just fabulous. I'm sold. Well, thank you, Mr. Michael. You're welcome. I like having you on here because you have all the details that I don't have to. And he has that voice. I know you have that deep, like, seductive cool. voice. I like the words, young and fresh. You had me. <laughs> you had fresh. me at young and fresh. He didn't say flabby this time. He really loves to good, say really flabby wine. I know. You really get the wine number. No, 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 no. Not no, no. flabby. If you had the wrong wine with it, it'll make it taste flabby, though. That is true. Okay, Miss Tracy, I believe that you have the information on our secret yes, sponsor. Yes, our secret week. sponsor this week is Sake in Seattle, a.k.a. Fancy Frenchwood. And if you think you know Sake, then think again. Um, keep an eye on our page, Socially Savvy, on Facebook for Sake in Seattle's events coming up soon. Yep, we're very excited to try some more Sake. And now we're headed into Socially Savvy News. This is like my favorite part of the show. This is my favorite <laughs> segment. This segment is brought to you by Blast, the ultimate cocktail. Unfortunately, Ryan's not here tonight. We miss Ryan. So if you're listening, Ryan, we miss you. We love you our mixologist. I, I, did see an, I did see a poster, though, at 7-Eleven um, with Snoop Dogg and his, like, you know, <laughs> coat, his fur coat for His Blast. whole look. Or people standing <laughs> yeah. next to it taking pictures. Maybe want to take get a whole six-pack, take it home, and just chug it. You know? Chug it. Chug it with some hip-hop. Okay, Friday, May 6th. Yeah. What am I saying? 
at 3 p.m. through May 15th at 5 p.m. at your local Starbucks. Join Starbucks for happy hour. Again, that's May 6th through the 15th from 3 to 5 for half-priced Frappuccino, blended beverages at participating stores. So how do we know which stores are participating? Well, typically, I guess you kind of have to do the ask. Okay. But it, it appeared that most of the Starbucks, particularly in this area, were going to be participating. Any kind of national you know, recognition they're going to enjoy. I would be surprised if your local Starbucks in the area didn't didn't do it. I went by about four Starbucks between three and five today. They were all participating. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. See, here's my problem. Is they've got happy hour written on, right? On it, and I'm like, oh, what? Scott always does it's happy research, hour. doesn't he? I mean, he yeah. never comes uninformed. I swear he gets this. When, when Duchess sends this out, he gets it, and he goes through, and he says, okay, I'm going to call. I'm going to go visit. I'm going to do all the research so I can speak on that's every have I just okay, I like Starbucks, awesome. and I like happy hours. Hey, it works. Not really research. Okay. Frappuccino blended beverages are completely customizable. You call all the shots so you can create the perfect drink for your perfect summer day or spring day or rainy day. And what could, and what could make a warm, sunny day better than strolling around with one of our new mocha coconut frappuccino blended beverages? Just tell them how you like it and they'll do the rest. Is Starbucks sponsoring now? No, but that was just really hot Listen news. up. Starbucks, listen up. You hear this excitement? Savvy is the way to be. You yes. hear the excitement in the room? Listen, the only way to be socially savvy in Seattle is visiting Starbucks. So it's just there part you of go. Oh, wasn't yeah. Frappuccino? Wasn't that what Britney Spears drank oh, all the time? Could be. Okay. Don't know. I think everybody in Washington, except for me, drinks coffee. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, so we get the privilege of moving on to our interviews with Lisa and Stephanie with Corks and Canvas. This is brought to you by Sweet Talk Wipes. Just like our hands, our cell phones need to be regularly cleaned and detoxified. Wow. <laughs> Order yours today at sweettalkwipes.com. Hey, Lisa, Stephanie, welcome. Thanks for having us. Of course. Yay. We're excited to be here. <laughs> well, you know, I've had the privilege of knowing you guys for, Lisa, for quite a few years. And, Stephanie, I met you here about a year ago. Um, and I remember when Corks and Canvas was just kind of coming into its whole birth and just the excitement and, you know, you guys had this whole philosophy, but I never got a chance to ask you what what's inspired it, where did it come from, and where is it going? Well, what really inspired it was this idea behind getting more people into Washington uh, uh, wineries and visiting their tasting rooms. And I work by day uh, promoting winery tourism for the state of Washington, and this was one way a really fun and creative way to get people to taste and try and learn more about Washington wines. So the idea really came from a friend of mine in Colorado who had sent me an email one day and said, my friend signed me up for this really cool thing called Cocktails in Canvas. She said, I'm going to text you and tell you during the course of the evening if it's fun or not. So she wrote me a text and said, fun. Hot or not. I like it. Very fun. So Lisa and I were meeting and having lunch, and she and I had worked together off and on on various projects. And I said, what do you think about this idea? Um, And it was born. I mean, we hopped on a plane, went to Denver, tried it out for ourselves, loved the concept, came back to Seattle, and in about two months launched a brand new business. So Quirks and Canvas Events is our business, co-owners, and we've been uh, really happy with our success. It's been great, and thanks to people like you for promoting us. Yeah. Well, I know, I like I said, I had the privilege of being there right in the beginning, and what was amazing to me is, you know, m- most businesses, when they first get started, they'll get this initial hype and this initial activity that everybody jumps in, they're excited, it's this new thing. Um, you know, and of course, so your first few shows were like packed out, but then your next few shows were packed out, and then your next few shows were packed out. And it's just, it's amazing the momentum, especially in this time where, you know, people are really watching their dollars, but I think people are really recognizing the value of, it's not, you're not just sitting around drinking wine, you're not just sitting around um, socializing, you're actually learning to create something and finding something within yourself you didn't even know. Because I went to a couple of yours and painted and about fell off my chair because I can't draw a stick figure. I mean, I am pathetic. Tell us about that in terms of how how people can come and like LV and be able to actually leave with a good painting. Well, the great news, the great thing about Corks and Canvas is that there really is no wrong way to paint, you guys. You can literally not have any kind of creativity at all, no artistic background, and you will come in with chicken scratch like myself, and I have several pieces hanging up in my house, and you find a side of you that you never knew existed. But more importantly, 
you're there having fun. And the great thing is, is we are sampling some of Washington's best wines. Yeah. And that's really our primary goal is really to get out, have fun, try something new, and go home with something. Instead of just going to happy hour, you're bringing home a canvas that you painted yourself. So that's really what we're doing and, and really stepping more into the nonprofit world as we continue to grow. And we, we grew a lot faster than we thought, yes. but we are very, <laughs> very thankful and, and always want to be there and give uh, back to the community and pay it forward. Yeah, because I know that your first venue actually was here at Apex and um – and tell us a little bit more about that giving back, because I know that you guys both, you know, on a personal level have supported all kinds of different organizations, but then as you created this business, you're doing the same thing and trying to support the community. You know, what what interests and what directions do you guys have a tendency to like to give in? Well, Lisa and I actually met um, when I was a volunteer at Special Olympics, and she was working oh, for them. Yeah. So our love for the nonprofit world goes way back, and that was 20 years ago. Oh, wow. So we we're still hanging out. <laughs> So so we really have this unique love of all things nonprofit. I've worked in the nonprofit industry for years as a marketing person. And when we decided to create this, um, this Courts and Canvas events business, we really wanted to make sure that there was a component within that that would allow us to host events and give a percentage or the profits back to the nonprofits. So we've started out slow. We've done our first event with a with a wonderful organization called Wellspring Family Services. They help homeless families. I like Wellspring. That yeah, a they're a great one. cause. And we did a wonderful event for them recently, but we're starting to do more and more of those. But I did want to mention that we're here at Apex. Apex was our original home. I know, it was the, we love the staff at Apex. Yay, thank Yay. you, Kayla. She's fabulous. One of, one of the reasons why we love Apex is that they really have a really broad assortment of wine. And I want to say kudos to the rosé. Yes. I've been waiting for this rosé for quite Cheers. some time. And I want to say rosé is not the rosé you grew up with. It's not No, sweet. not at all. Yeah. And people have to learn uh, that it's just a beautiful wine that actually pairs well with a ton of different foods. So we love Apex wines. They're affordable. They have a broad spectrum. They even have chocolate shops which recently had a wonderful piece on the Today Show. Yes, so. and it just hit the grocery stores. I was in QFC, and I saw all of the, the chocolate shop, the confection, all, all three of them in there. So kudos to you guys. Congrats. So I, I, just going back to Corks and Canvas, um, for someone like me and Trey, I, LB, I think you'd mentioned not having a big artistic side. No, no, no. There's no artistic side so with the me. Wine, I, the wine, I'm sure, is extremely helpful in helping in, in extracting yeah. some it's of that, right? It's very important, actually. It's, well, it gets the risk-taking aspect out of the way, maybe. Yes. It takes the pressure off you. You're more relaxed. And who would not want this fabulous wine to create their own masterpiece? Nobody. So, so you want to know how does it actually work? I do, I yeah. Okay. So I arrive, mm -hmm. and whatever whatever our our subject is today is our subject. Be it what are some of the subjects that you've covered? We we've done several vineyards. We've done a series of nudes that are unbelievable. Nudes, not live models. Just don't get excited. All the men get excited about that. Why does it have not. to be live model to get excited? Well. <laughs> The okay, Triple X rating show, you were right. I um, told you, uh, too many adults in one room. And so we, we've done some beautiful vineyards. We've done some great Mother's Day pieces, um, some heart art, some beautiful floral pieces. Trees I love are the Easter eggs. The Easter eggs they were, were darling. I know. Fun. Can you blush on the radio? Yeah. Yeah. He's mm. blushing. We're blushing. Like so, so the way it works, I think we'll go back to the original question, yeah. and, and Tracy asked this as well. We actually hire local artists, right. and we have um, – well, probably four or five that work with us, and we have one or two that work with us on a really regular basis. And those artists actually teach the art step by step. Because I wouldn't not, even know where to start. This, well, that's this is the beauty of it. You walk in, the room is completely set. We have beautiful canvases, we have paints, brushes, and we have the sample art. And most of the people that have signed up for that particular event have already selected that art because it's something that they want to paint. Mm -hmm. So that artist will break it down so simply. You start with, this is your big brush. This is the canvas. Wet the brush, dip it in the blue, paint the background. Cool. And so that's how you end up. And we tell people, you don't have to draw. You know, painting isn't necessarily about drawing. If you want to paint a vase, the artist will say, draw a line halfway down the canvas. That line then becomes the actual basis of that vase. So it works out that you, with a simple series of steps,
that you follow come back, you know, you just walk away with a beautiful piece of art at the end of the night. The fun thing is, and those of you that have been there can attest to, and some of our groupies are actually here tonight. I know, they are. (laughs) We're very impressed. (laughs) That is that every single piece of art in the room just really looks differently. And sometimes we tell people you can paint what you want. We got the 64-year-old man. He said, I'm not an artist. I'm not a painter. I don't want to paint. My wife is dragging me here tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't want to paint a bowl of flowers. I think there were poppies, actually. Yeah. We said, paint whatever you want. Our artist will assist, but you have to remember the primary art was the poppies. He walked away with a beautiful tree and a beautiful forest scene. Unbelievable. See, it that works. really beautiful. That works for me. How long does it take? About an hour and a half, hour to yeah. hour and a half, I would say safely, sometimes two hours. Well, and the other thing that I really like about it is about halfway through going through teaching everybody, you know, everybody's drinking wine, and so after about an hour, everybody started relaxing, they're into their paintings. You guys actually have everybody get up, yep. walk around, and this is what I love. You have everybody take a look at what everyone else is doing. And what I noticed about that is you can visually see everybody's, it's like they look at their painting, they look at everybody else, it's like, oh, it's really not that different. And just that little five-minute break that you give people really kind of empowers them to feel like, I can finish this, I can do this, and feel good about it because they see how similarly everything is looking. They see a lot of the congruity that's going on. Or I can add something that I never thought that somebody else is doing, and you can exactly. go back and tweak yours. It's like, or, oh, yes, I can do that. Right. And then they add something, and then they're more inspired, and then we can't get them out of here, but, yes. which is great. Yes. And then the other really fun thing, too, that we do at, at our breaks is we give out prizes that nobody else is doing. Yes. So we have a lot of companies that we work with. One of our favorites is Eye Candy. Who is Kirkland, actually here today. Who's here tonight. Yay. They are fabulous. Yes. So anyway, that's one thing that we really like to do is we really like to work with you know several businesses in our community and just everybody give to each other now how long are these sessions hour and a half to two hours hour and a half to two hours and you're painting the the whole thing takes about three hours from start to finish okay we do encourage people to arrive early it gives them a chance to get settled and to taste wine and and that is an important part of it it really does kind of free the artistic soul you know we love that it does loosen people up so you do uh come in for the first half an hour to 45 minutes just to socialize And then you get down to the action, and the actual painting is about an hour and a half to two hours. Um, We do have different degrees of difficulty posted on the website. We don't say advanced, but I think you can pretty much tell if it's one single poppy versus an entire field. You know, if you're not comfortable with the entire field, you'll sign up for the one that's the single poppy. It's going to be a little easier. And now what if you have uh, clients or customers that would like to come in and let's say they don't drink wine. Do you have other beverages available? Absolutely. Every location that we're at, at, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like water. (laughs) That always, always, always serves non-alcoholic beverages as well. That's good to know. Well, it's like here at Apex, they have some juices and some um, Izzy and water, bottled water. So I know I've been at some of the other venues too, and they do. They have different types of choices of beverages that you can enjoy, as well as I know. I know we don't talk much about it, but each one of your venues has fabulous food. And even here at Apex, they don't have a kitchen, but they have this amazing array of cheeses and spreads and crackers. And so you can really have a fun evening with it with girlfriends. Um, one of the other things that that I really love that you did and and we kind of under advertised it, but was when you had the moms and the daughters. And the next time you guys do the moms and the daughters, there were so many people after the fact who were like, oh, my gosh, that would have been so much fun. So I just I'm really excited to see where you guys go. I think that you pretty much hit every demographic and everybody can enjoy it. I, I can't think of anybody who can't enjoy this. Well, one of our favorite stories, if we have time, is that we had a guy that was dragged here. He was an elderly guy, probably about 70, maybe. And he came down, and he said his wife dragged him down there. And I swear by looking at this guy, he's never touched a paintbrush in his life. And he painted the most beautiful mountainside scenery you've ever wow. seen. And he, the next day, signed up for two classes. Yeah, so I love it's just that. something new and fun, even at 70. Yeah. And I love that. Every single age comes in, and everybody has a that's great a time. time. Yep. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. And I think that's probably most guys. Like, I mean, like speaking for myself, I usually start as a less willing participant in these kinds of things. <laughs> And usually the day before, the day of, or like 15 minutes after starting to drive there, I start to get excited about it. Yeah. It ends up being a lot of That does happen. One of our biggest clients for private events is Microsoft. Mm -hmm. And we always ask how many guys in the group. Because that does kind of change um, in terms of what we, well, interestingly enough, we have a lot of groups from Microsoft that are 
female predominant. But we do kind of change the art because we do think that there's certain art that would appeal to men. But it's really fun for them to come in and use their creative side and just do something completely different. Yeah, and we have had some fabulous men, and I'm looking at one of them right here. I know I'm going to make him just blush, but it's you, when you – oh, okay. <laughs> He's now blushing. You? Um, but you, one of the things that I have wow, to say was, and, and this is why I wanted to say this to the, the rest of the hosts, to see it is every demographic truly is. I mean, um, Jamie from Eye Candy is here, and she's doing touch-up makeup today, and she's got this fabulous special for lash extensions that is for you have to have listened to the show, you have to call in and schedule with it, but for this show only, if you schedule for eyelashes, it's 50% off. So, okay. if you've ever wanted, you know, lash extensions, then, <laughs> Scott can't wait. then you need to call okay, and, Eye Candy and, one, two, and schedule. Four of the five women sitting here have Eye Candy lashes. Yes, yeah, so we have. Where we and that would be only candy. me that doesn't. Because they really are the best. I know. They are. They're fabulous. So, you know, and, and her husband is this very, um, very masculine, very, very va-va-voom. <laughs> Gentlemen, and I have to say, he's a groupie, and what was great about this was when I first, one of the events I was um, coming to was before, um, I think before you guys got married, you were painting, and I noticed that uh, you, when you guys were painting, you were almost like opposites in that your art was complementary, but very different, and it was very fun to watch you paint as, you know, your wife painting, because she does makeup, and so of course she has a creative side to her, but watching yours unravel and stuff, it was fabulous, it was very fun. So kudos to stepping up there and, and having the, you know, I think some guys get really intimidated about doing anything that is perceived as less than what a man would do, fishing, hunting, whatever. But this whole painting thing, it's just, it's relaxing, it's fun. And, you know, if you have a room and you want to decorate it, why not decorate it something with what you've created? Something that you can say that I did this, this is in my room, this is what I want here. Love, love it. <laughs> I have a question, actually. So I've never been to one of these, but I'm just dying to go to one. And uh, from a socially standpoint, you know, I'm a single guy, and I oh, love art, and I love Lots wine. of cute chicks, buddy. Woo-hoo! Lots of cute chicks. Yeehaw. You want to do the hookup? You better come to an event, because we have some beautiful girls that come. Oh, my goodness. Beautiful right. girls. Expect, well, uh, and I, I think we've been trying uh, around with the idea of a, so, a, a single <laughs> social. We need to do a single, a single social. social night. It would Perfect. be phenomenal. A That'd single socially savvy with corks and canvas. <laughs> and sake. I would and sake. love that. <laughs> Not for me. But if you're, a, if you're a single man, it's a great place to be. I'm just telling you, beautiful women, especially my wife. Aww. But I'm usually one of the only men there, and what a great time. I yeah. mean, the the wine helps. Enjoying the wine helps kind of uh, lubricate socially what's going on, if I may, if I may. I love Stephanie. I love Lisa. I'm I'd looking love, at I'd Jamie's face him. right now. <laughs> I know. We did warn you. What do you know? Show. Jamie, Jamie, my wife is moving away from me right now. Yes, as he continues to move closer. Okay. We love it. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Lisa and Stephanie, for being here and filling us in a little bit on what Corks and Canvas is about and, um, you know, just letting us I, – I had – you had mentioned about the whole wine industry that that's you know, was a part of it, but I didn't realize that that was what the start of it was. So I know that Washington um, wine industry has gone um, really over and above what they really needed to do to present their wines in a way that say, you know, we're not just a national market. We are – becoming a world market and the quality of wines that we're producing, um, the the variety of wines that we're producing, because for years people were told that, um, we were told that as Washington that we could not produce certain types of wines. Um, Stephanie, I think that you'll be able to attest that we produce many, many types of wines that were typically only, you know, region specific. Oh, absolutely. I mean, classic example of that is Riesling. I think we all grew up thinking Rieslings were sweet wines, you know, and that's a lot because of where they were grown in California. And I'm sorry, California grows great wines, but they're not home to the Riesling grape as as we are. Is that Alsatian countries, Germany, and you think about those, you look, you think about the wine where it comes from, the local cuisine. 
the Germans are, you know, really high in vinegary, like, you know, mustards and high fatty foods like, um, you know, hot dogs or wieners or what have you or uh, brats and that kind of thing. But, <clears throat> but uh, absolutely, you know, uh, those grapes, I mean, they almost have the same kind of growing season as, like, eastern Washington. Uh, we're almost the same latitude as uh, some of those Alsatian uh, countries. Well, we have the cold nights, which is what that grape really needs. And in California, talk about flabby. You know, the Rieslings coming out were sweet and flabby, and it's just a totally different thing. So, Absolutely. And I think a lot of times, too, the winemaker producing that wine almost kind of can change it. It's, like, it's almost like following fashion trends. Uh, sometimes they can be, you know, they can be very minerality comes through on it. Uh, but it's typical. You're still going to get a lot of good acid on it. That's really going to uh, pair with any kind of foods with uh, good vinegars or good uh, mustards, that kind of thing. So, absolutely. Yeah, Riesling is actually easier than Chardonnay to pair. Absolutely. So, keep that in mind. And it's yummy. Really it's yummy. Right? yummy. Well, you well know, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm really excited, actually, to sign up for a Corks and Canvas event. So, is, is there, there's a web page, right? There's a yeah. website that you need to go to. It's Corks and Canvas Events. Dot com. Don't forget the events. And don't forget the events, or Corks and Canvas Seattle will also bring us up. When you get to that website, you'll go to the calendar page. It'll show the fabulous art. It will also tell you which venues. We have quite a few that we do now in the Seattle area, so that's how you sign up. Go get signed up today. I think I will. Oh, I know I am. Thanks a lot, guys. For having us, thank you. Thank you. Well, we wanted to give a um, couple minutes. We have one of our fabulous sponsors, like we said, Eye Candy. Jamie with Eye Candy here today, and um, we had the privilege of again. She is offering the fifty percent off for today's show, so you need to um, go to eyecandy.com. Eyecandy4.me. Number four. Actually, I'm gonna let her talk. So go go ahead and tell us about Eye Candy and what you are, what you represent, and kind of what you do. So basically, if you go to our website, you can get our info account, and we're going to offer all the listeners tonight half off a full set of eyelash extensions. And if you already have eyelash extensions, we'll offer half off a fill. So you can email us at info at iCandy, the number four dot me, or you can go to our website, find any information you have. It's just for your listeners tonight. And half off, um, we tried to go through one of those Social type advertising website, yes. and they turned us down. So I figured that Ooh, I boo, would boo. do these half-off events for my closest friends and colleagues. Well, we'll be thrilled to um, see if we can make arrangements and for future listeners. Too. Everybody's okay, lashes I, I look gorgeous. An, I have a live on-air testimony. <laughs> oh, yeah. About, so I went to Jamie's probably three weeks. I'm, like, totally due for a fill, so I'm really excited to be the first to sign up. Book me right now for the half-off fill. <laughs> and when did, when did you um, – how did you hear about I, well, I this candy. is interesting. I was at a chick chat event, and I. But here's what's here. See, Scott. Here's where men. This is why men really yeah. need to go to these events. Who's Phil? <laughs> I said Scott. Scott. I need a Phil. A Phil. F I L L. Called the last Phil. P H I L. I don't need Phil. You're cut off, dude. Okay. So, so I was at a chick chat event, and I invited my male friend who came and won a full set of eyelash extensions. And, of course, I ran up and I claimed the prize because it was I knew awesome. he wouldn't be using them. Okay, I'm, down. You t- <laughs> I'm down with that. That's fine. So I went and I met Jamie. And let me tell you about Jamie. So when you go to iCandy, the number 4me.com, right? <laughs> 4.me. 4.me. Okay. We're going to make sure we get this right. She's like a, a, She's like Chelsea Handler. No, really. I laughed. She's drinking hilarious. I was almost crying the whole time. She had. I was like, "Can you lay down and laugh?" Like my stomach muscles were getting. I felt like I was doing crunches the whole time. I I came out sore, you know, my abdomen, which was good because I need it. That's another story. I'll tell you about my trainer one day. But but today it's all about Jamie. She's awesome. You have to (laughs) to schedule an appointment with her, and go to a chick chat event so you can win some more. Yeah. Or Corks and Canvas. I'm in. That's right. Yeah, we're exclusively handing out great deals if you look on Facebook. If you're listening to your radio show or Corks and Canvas, we're giving the best deals. That's the only way you're going to find the best deals here. Our prices are so reasonable. And everybody else I've seen, they charge double. But the funny thing is the people who charge double are the people who come to our shop and get their eyelashes done. Jamie, what is is your, your price normally? So normally for a full set, it's $150. Mm-hmm. We're going to charge half of that today. Mm-hmm. 
and a fill is 65. Okay, nice. So and a fill, you need to get about how often? About every two and a half to three weeks. It okay. depends on the person. And okay. um, you can't cry a lot. Honestly, you for, can't be a crier. Okay, I'm good if you're laughing. I can I can work around that. But um, our median age group is about 39. But we have women from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. I have bikini baristas. I have mothers. I have organic goat cheese farmers. Wow. And I have your daughter, your daughter, college students, um, everybody, every walk of life. We have a great referral program, $15 off for every person that's referred for a girl on a budget. Some women say, you know what, I don't have time to wake up and do mascara and eyeliner. I want to wake up and go. Yeah. And other women are like, I want to look glamorous 24-7, make it happen. Mm-hmm. And it so does. it works for every walk of life. It's not for, mm-hmm. you know, it's not this glamorous thing for everybody. We make your eyes look conservative. It just depends on what kind of look you're trying to achieve. And don't forget the comic relief. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. <laughs> so thank you so much, Jamie. Yeah, and actually, you. Jamie um, is one of the prizes this month for the secret sponsors of the drawing. <laughs> Jamie yes, herself. Jamie herself. Enter me in the drawing. Yeah. Jamie herself. <laughs> me against you. <laughs> Jamie, I can take you, dude. Jamie herself will actually has donated um, a set of lashes for one of our listeners. So be sure to listen to all the shows because every single show that you listen to and you message us saying that you know who the secret sponsor was for the show gets you another entry, which gets you one more chance to get a set of eye candy lashes. Wow. So thank you so much. We're very yes, excited to have you here, you. Jamie. Candy. So now are we are we on socially acceptable and unacceptable? Yes, we are, and I believe yes. Michael is going to um, introduce us. Oh yes, and this is also brought to you by Kind Snack Bars. Feel, feel energy? You feel that little urge for a late afternoon lunch? Grab a Kind Bar because they work. They're good. They're and yummy. They're, yes, they are. They're delicious, healthy, and gluten free. So, anyways, uh, let's go back to now, now the socially acceptable and unacceptable. So, we're we're doing a little segment on how to act in a wine tasting room. That's the predominant, yes, the predominant. So, the first thing that we're going to say, we're going to go over socially acceptable first. And um, we incorporated these because a lot of times people are kind of wary as, like, can I do this? Can I not do this? Um, a lot of times, the socially unacceptable dominates because a lot of people do a lot of really stupid things. And, of course, at Socially Savvy, we like to point that out. So, sorry. Um, but we are going to start out with socially acceptable. Uh, the first one is it is okay and actually expected for you to ask questions in a wine tasting room. And I think a lot of people, because of where wine tasting began and the overall feel of when, um, at least when I was younger, when you first started drinking wine, there was a definite um, preconceived notion of you had to act a certain way, you had to be a certain way. Um, if you didn't know about wine, you just sat there and you didn't say anything. You know, we've come into an era, and I think you can attest to this, Michael, where they do. You walk into um, a tasting room like Apex, and Kayla and her staff, they want you to ask questions. They want you to um, say, you know, I don't know that much. Can you tell me about? Because not only are they very, very proud of their history, they want you to be educated so that you can feel good about this. Well, I think it's really important. You come into these wineries, and they're just like we're at Apex at Alderidge, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wine uh, tasting room. And a lot of these uh, wine tasting rooms, are they're really elaborate, and it can be intimidating. Uh, you come in, if you are uh, not don't know a lot about wines, you can be very intimidated by it, uh, the atmosphere. <laughs> Um, I think the biggest thing to do, the best thing to set yourself up would be to come in with an open mind. Don't come in yes, with an arrogant, like you're arrogant, like yes. you know everything. Uh, if you're humble and you ask questions, especially when the winemakers behind the bar, they will love gosh. you. They will, they'll tell they you everything. Gosh. Absolutely. So I think there's uh, there's definitely some things uh, you, you that are very acceptable when you come in. Uh, okay, so I got I got a question for you guys. So so do you think this is acceptable or not acceptable? He's sipping. He's gulping. That's slurping. No. Okay. Yes oh. and no. <laughs> it depends on the context. Uh, no. <laughs> yes and no. No. Why is that? Well, I think I think this, you know, it's one thing to go through the process because they do. They teach you to, you know, move it around your mouth. But like anything else in life, you don't have to make a big show and gross the people out around you. You know, we're going to get that what you do, Michael. Actually, I would disagree. It's (gasps) it's actually it is acceptable. 
Uh, the more areas, uh, uh, the more, the more you get, you know, you're not, as long as you're not gagging on it, come on. Yeah, like, you were <laughs> gagging on that, you were gagging on that Well, I had the mic down my throat. Come on. <laughs> See? That's the, so you can I, gargle? <laughs> okay. I so, yes, you know, basically you're really getting all of your senses involved, you know, your palate, you're getting the aeration across your palate to get the fruit of that, the fruit, the full fruit characteristics but of are that you, are you winding, But are you really going to do it like that? No. Hey, Michael, if you do that, maybe that's why you're... Ooh. Oh, she did not. I do it at home when I'm by myself. No, I'm serious. No, here's my serious yeah. question. If you, if you do that though, are you are you? Is that really? I don't gargle like the second part of that, but I will. Okay. I will kind of. Yes. To aerate. Absolutely. Well, to aerate. Yes, I, can I understand. See the aerating part. But do you have to make noise when you do it? Sure. Well, you can. You can. You know, if it's a crowded bar, and you want to excuse yourself. You know, you can go away from the group. I think that'd be a little more social. Uh, I was gonna say because I've seen I've seen some people and I've actually even watched you and you've never that's the first time I've ever seen you make that much noise. Well, I, you know I had to make the sound for the for the radio list. I would feel totally uh, what's the word I'm looking insecure if I was tasting next to somebody that was that into what they were doing because when I personally go tasting I go to taste the wine. Yeah. I don't, I'm not really okay. And if you want to send Facebook messages that are nasty and hateful and spiteful about <laughs> wine and all this stuff, I go to wine tasting to enjoy the wine, like to taste stuff that I wouldn't ordinarily try, or to taste it. Now this is going to sound ironic to taste it in a way that I haven't normally tasted it before. But if you're doing that next to me, I'm just I'm going to feel totally stupid. Like my what am I doing? That's wrong? the whole point well, of wine might, tasting, isn't it? It's kind of I might as well like be kind of pretentious right a little bit. Yeah. Well, no, actually, you know the. Kind the, of. the thing about it is that it, it's the, the wine experience is an individual experience. It's not necessarily a group experience. So what so maybe I that's what we need what, to cover is what Scott may experience may be two different things. So then I guess socially acceptable is it okay to spit? It is yes. it, okay so it is actually okay to spit whether you're spitting because you don't want to get drunk or you're spitting because you really. A lot of people don't understand the reason behind spitting. So let's clarify that. A lot of people, if you're going and you're, your intention is to try several wines, you're going out because you want to actually have the taste of the wines on your tongue and you want to be able to select a large selection of wines. And, and when I say large, that's anything over four wines. Because you don't want to swallow it. You don't want to swallow it because every time, the more alcohol you ingest, the less capacity you have to actually judge the wine that you're purchasing. So if you're going out Here and you're doing go. wine tasting, oh my God, this is going to deteriorate fast. It's going to you do you can spit and most people understand that that the reason behind that is is that you are actually going through a tasting process, Stephanie. Absolutely, it is okay to spit. I and agree. I know. I totally agree. <laughs> the other thing that a lot of people will wrong. do, since I work in the industry and I go to a lot of wineries and taste a lot of wine, is that rather than spit, which has just never been a comfortable move for me, I will taste. A little bit, and then I will pour the rest out, which is also acceptable. It is why they give you a smaller sample size pour to begin with. So if you're not comfortable spitting, and there is a practice art to spitting, let's face it, real um, connoisseurs of wine know how to spit properly, right? It's almost like uh, if you're spitted like a, you know, like if you're doing um, sunflower seeds or you know, or, you fancy's know, over here. She's, like a, she's even without. Yeah, there's words. no spitting involved. It's just a, it's just an, yeah. it's an ejection. But yeah, it, more importantly, it's just it's really for because what happens? I mean, we're sitting in you know in wine country here, and there's like at least five wineries around us. And if you're going to every there's one of those, there's 75 yeah. wineries. There's around. 12 so, right absolutely. here in this immediate area. The, the main concern is palate fatigue. Uh, yeah. And uh, it, by the end of the, you know, your fifth winery, you're like, I'm going to buy a bunch of this wine because it tastes great. But then you try it the next day and it's like, oh, what this, the hell was I thinking? Yeah. Now, I have a question just to clarify this conversation. Uh-huh. I agree. I've tasted wines that I just don't want to swallow because they, 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 they offend they don't my have, palate. Yes, exactly. But are we are we discussing what's socially acceptable or what's viticulturally acceptable? Okay. Well, the, the different – I mean – Actually, there is no difference because if your palate says something and you are tasting a wine and you don't like it, that's the whole thing is it is socially acceptable to spit that wine. It doesn't matter the reason. It's That's part of the culture of wine tasting is that you have the ability to sample that wine. And I like Stephanie's remark about take a smaller amount and then if you don't want to take that second, tip, second taste in your mouth, go ahead and pour it. <laughs> 
I'm still stuck on palate fatigue. What kind of? <laughs> what kind of? Technical okay, we are. You, we are like still moving on. Now so we're gonna. Now we're gonna talk about socially so unacceptable. Okay. Term. We we have several people here. Oh my In gosh. this group tonight, who can tell you about palate fatigue? No, I love it. Yes. It's just technical, and I've never heard. I it. One of it them often. is my sister, who will taste <laughs> wine from eight in the morning with us till nine at night, and she comes home wow. with cases the next day wondering, why did I buy this? That's a good, that's a good family. So, so it really does it happen. Is. A family that yeah. drinks together stays together. I know. Well, you know, I think another part of that is, uh, I, I, I like that. that's a good idea with a small taste, but I like the, the two-ounce course because um, I like to taste it before I get air into it by swirling because it'll give you a good indication if this wine needs to be opened up earlier or if I need a soiree. Uh, to really get that uh, wine to open up. Then I would swirl it and try it again. So if I'm doing two tastes on the same wine, you're going to get pretty blottoed by the end of the day. So uh, spinning is absolutely the best way to do it. As a Thirsty Girl chapter head, and Tracy is one of my members, we have a slogan that says, I never spit. Yeah, I think I'm the only one here yeah. that just, I get my my $5 worth at all of those tastings. <laughs> I mean, I got to say, I'm a little drunky by the time I go home at the end of the day, I'm, and I, well, I'm i never the driver. So but in that's, And again, you know, I think that's one of the important things to talk about is that's what is so great about wine tasting now versus at any other time in the history of wine is it is truly a personal experience. And if you go with friends, then you can be comfortable doing whatever it is that you're doing. The only thing I would say that would be socially, well, we're going to go into the socially unsavvy, of course, you know, unacceptable, because that is my favorite topic. Um, But I would definitely say that the real socially unsavvy thing about wine tasting would be if you feel that your constitutional rights supersede anybody else in the room. So whatever you're doing, whatever your preference is, just try to be considerate of the people around you and understand that you have different degrees of education. You have different degrees of comfort. I mean, you may have a 22-year-old coming in, which is very common any day of the week, who is very excited to start tasting wine and they want to educate themselves. Um, and, you know, if you think back to when you were 22, you don't necessarily want to be the person who over-intimidates and, and sends them, you know, railing out the door crying because they didn't know how to sip, sniff, and swirl properly, and you pointed out. So moving on well, it to... it sounds like more than anything else. If you're going to do these things, just be discreet. Be discreet. That's, that would be my advice. Right. So. Whether gargling or spitting. Yeah. Or swallowing. Okay, so oh socially unacceptable. It is socially unacceptable to ask for a second taste of wine unless you're planning on purchasing that wine. A lot of people will do this, and I've talked to a lot of wineries about this um, and got this information back from them that people will come in and, you know, they're – the thing about the wineries here is they're very gracious with the amounts and the you know how much they're giving you for a tasting. Don't take advantage of that. Be considerate. Think about them behind the counter and try not to be you know if you you taste it a second time and you really truly don't like it or say ah eh, no then that's fine. But don't go into it and think I'm you know I'm going to keep going around for a round and around and around. That's just that's just rude. Um, second one, don't barter with the people running the tasting room. What does that mean? What um, do you mean? People will come up and they'll go They'll go up to them and go, well, you know, I brought 10 of my friends in, so can I get a buy one, get one free? Uh, you know, these, rub, your, rub your back for another taste. Yeah, I mean, these people, they the thing that I think a lot of people forget about Washington Wines is they're not in this to make buco bucks. They are in this industry because they're passionate about what they do. They don't make a lot of money. So, you know, tr- just please try not to take advantage of that all the time. That would be my And the next one on here, not to wear perfume when going wine tasting. Yes, I'm so glad that's on there because I yeah. – oh, That's a big – I think that's, that's probably huge, the biggest one. Huge. Really? And a lot of people don't realize it because they just don't know. So when you're coming in uh, and you're tasting a wine, you use all of your senses. You use your sight, the color of the wine, uh, the smell, your olfactory uh, senses, uh, your palate, your taste, and all that. Now, if you're standing next to me and you have this perfume that's just overpowering everything – I won't really get the flavor profiles on my mm. on my snout uh, coming mm. from that wine because you're overpowering that, and that's what really sets up that wine or when you're tasting that wine. So it, it offends everybody around you. Well, Absolutely. that's good to know because I, I surely wouldn't want to offend anyone. No. <laughs> so okay, and then this last one I'm going to bring up, which was what does this have to do with wine? Then this one? this one does not have anything to do with wine, but this has to do with you know we all, all of our socially unacceptable. I try to have one thing that has happened during the week that's happened recently. 
Um, and I had a listener, and this is why I'm putting this in. I had a listener pop this in this morning. Um, and the thing was, this is socially unacceptable. You're at the library, and Mr. Brainiac Thank is you. sitting at a table with a sign that says, <laughs> quiet area, talking loudly on his cell phone. Can you say double oxymoron? The thing about being socially savvy is be aware of what's going on around you. Be aware of where you are, who you're with, the conditions of what's going on. You know, there's no, I'm sorry, there's no excuse from that moment we were born, practically, we have known that when you're in a library, it's shush, shut the hell up. People are there to do a job. People are there to research. And so I just had to say that, and I told them I would tell, talk about well, that. So. Well, let me add that <laughs> you think it's socially acceptable to, to grow up and say something to them? Because I do. I, I do, would. too. Yes. Yeah. And I, okay. that, I think that, no, that's a good one. I think it is socially acceptable. And actually, I think that as a community and as a culture, we need to stand up and be willing to walk up to somebody who is interfering in everybody else's rights. Because guess what? We all have the same constitutional rights. And if you're screaming in the library, I should not get a nasty look because I walk up to you and say, could you please be quiet? I've got my, I'm, I'm trying to study. Or my, my two children are studying for their SATs. They should not, their rights should not be violated. So it comes into, you know, basic courtesy, I guess. Okay, so that wraps up socially acceptable and unacceptable for today. We are going to be popping into the Duchess Report, and we are going to be flying through this because we have a, a few things that went on last week, and most importantly, we have things that are coming up this week and to be planning for um, ahead of time. So um, what went on last week is brought to you by Pop Chips, never fried, never baked, thanks popped. Um, this last Thursday, I attended the First Citizens Award luncheon honoring Jamie and Karen Moyer. Um, Moyer, yes, hello, too much wine. Um, this event culminates in a dinner banquet on May 19th, and this is an award that Seattle King County First Citizens um, has been doing for 73 years. It is considered um, the one of the oldest service awards in the community. And they look to people in the community who have not just served this immediate community, but where that service goes out and over and above. And like the Jamie Moyer Foundation, that one has now reached across the nation. And so they were the 73rd recipients of that. So we just wanted to say congratulations to them. Um, Scott, I believe we're going to have you do this anyway, that there was an app you were telling us about. Did you want to talk about that? You act like it's so salacious. Really well, not. I looked it up. I couldn't find it. There's an app you downloaded last week. You want to tell? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, if you're anything like me, you've got something going now, in an hour from now, two hours from now, four hours from now, you did have something going on. And so I, 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 I don't have a lot of time to be dealing with trying to figure out what to do, what happens next. My day's already full. So when I do things like go to the mall or go to our wonderful Bellevue collection on the east side, I don't have a whole lot of time to be sitting around thinking, where am I going to go next? I wish I did. I need a couple of days off. But they've got a new app called the Bellevue Collection. I think this con I'm just going to grab my phone. Oh, I love oh, it's it. all about it. So the Bellevue it's Collection's so got a new app. Called, tell us what phone you have. Well, I've got an iPhone, but I think they've got it for Droid as well. Called okay. the Collection Personal Concierge. Ooh. And that's, that's cute. All right, see? And what it offers, and they're still working on it. It's not, I don't think it's a five-star app just yet. It's maybe three and a half. But it offers information about all of the stores, the restaurants, the services offered in the Bellevue Collection, uh, hours and specials going along on each of the stores. I'm able to look at – have you ever been to the Cheesecake Factory in Bellevue? Yeah. They've got yeah. this freaking enormous menu, right? Right. And the ginormous well, line it's to go too with much. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you can look at the menu like from home or in the car on the way there if you're going on the Bellevue Collection app. Oh, so you can you, so you, you know can what order you want ahead. You like me? You love your mother? You took oh, her to Daniel's Broiler for Mother's Day. Oh yes, love we're Daniel. looking at the Daniel's Broiler menu on the way, so Mom can have even more time. Oh, I love that. So I'm not rushing her when we're sitting at the table up there. Can I be your mommy? So, and they've got a new rewards pro. Who's your daddy? Yes. <laughs> Who's your daddy? And they got a rewards program that they're working on called uh, my my Bellevue Rewards or my BE Rewards, something like Bellevue Collection Rewards. Oh, well, they're working on as well, uh, where you can sign up, uh, provide your email address, and they will email you links and announcements for different events like Fashion Week, for example, awesome. uh, that you can keep in the know if you are socially savvy. We like it. Well, on that note, our next segment coming up this week, brought to you by Go Girl Energy Drinks. 
the perfect energy drink for those on the go with all of the good stuff and none of the bad. My favorite is the lemonade. Tracy, what's going on? Well, as um, Scott just mentioned, because he has that app, he knows all things going on in Bellevue. Um, Seattle Fashion Week um, is happening. Tuesday is Meet the Press, Meet the Designers. Which we get to be at, by the way. Oh, we do? We are, yes, we are. We are press. Awesome. At Copper Cart in Seattle. It starts this Tuesday evening at 9.30 p.m. Come and see what Fashion Week has in store. Um, then on uh, there's Eastside Entrepreneurs it has their big spring spring networking event at Choice Gallery, and that's Tuesday May 10th from 5 till 8 p.m. That's at 823 Bellevue Way Northeast Suite 20324. You, you kind of wouldn't see it from the road. It's in a little shopping. Well, it's where the International Jewelers used to be. Thank you. Right there in that corner on on the corner of Bellevue Square, across from the Nordstrom's parking. Okay, and you can check out EastsideEntrepreneurs.ning dot com forward slash events. Yes. About Eastside Entrepreneurs for a night of informal networking at the beautiful Choice Gallery in Bellevue. And then continuing on with Fashion Week, we have the Men's Fashion Night hosted by Brooke and Jubal from 92.5, two of our favorites. They do Working Women's Wednesday, which is going to be changed because it's now not just women. Um, and they are actually featured at the restaurant here in Kirkland, Tracy, I believe you were there last week, last Wednesday. Did you make yes, that? I did. I went to the Milagro. Yes, the Milagro. Yeah. So they will be there for the entire month um, mm-hmm. from 5 to 7 on Wednesday. So check them out. They are going to be hosting the Men's Fashion Night on May 12th from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Cap, um, King Cap Theater, 2136 Avenue, Seattle, Washington. Um, and then Michael. And I think Apex is pouring chocolate shop at Fashion Week this Friday night. Oh, fabulous, which is going to be our last tasting here in Apex. just a second. Apex, chocolate shop. It's <laughs> good stuff. Oh, is that what we're tasting right now? So yes, chocolate. that's what we're tasting right now. Right. So while you go over honk, we're going to taste. All right, so uh, honk, H-O-N-K, Best West returns to Seattle for its fourth year. May 13th through the 15th, a traveling festival. Honk is going to be... Featured at the the Georgetown on Friday, May 13th, and then Gasworks on Saturday, May 14th, and then at the Seattle Center on Sunday, May 15th. Uh, there's a lot of uh, people that show up for these things, uh, musicians from across uh, the Western U.S. As, and as well as Canada. Honk is a uh, Fest West. It is it, free. I like that. I like free. And um, uh, three-day event, again, and it's a community-supported music uh, festival devoted to you know, like marching bands, uh, drum corps, uh, samba lines. So if you're really into that kind of thing, it's just it's really cool. Uh, even anything acoustic-wise, I love acoustic music. So I know I'm really know. excited to go see this. I didn't realize it happened here, and it's completely volunteer-oriented. I'm so excited to see all these yeah. artists coming in from all over. Jugglers. Yep. And the other thing that's really cool is that they're gonna, have, you know, there's also street performers, dancers, jugglers. You know, like you said, jugglers, and then. Uh, just artistic uh, appreciators, you know, like myself. I just love, you know, all things music and and dancing in a form of art and that kind of thing. So that's gonna absolutely. be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Then we have Eastside Sips and Socializing Networking Five Ten Eleven. Come network in the seven thousand square foot luxury kitchen showcase called the New Face Kitchens in Bellevue. Who will be there? Entrepreneurs, wannapreneurs, professionals, seasoned executives, startups, recruiters, unemployed, employed, etc. For anyone looking to expand their personal or professional network, bring your business cards and be prepared to make lots of new connections. It's going to be from 6 to 8.30 at the New Faces Kitchen, address 14625 Northeast 20th Street, Bellevue, Washington. And that's on the 10th. And that is on the 10th. Um, on the 14th, there's the Dream Builders Ball, a benefits Virginia Mason. And everyone's uh, invited to a historic evening that celebrates the 20th annual Virginia Mason Dream Builders Ball. And this is a um, gala that um, is really a capstone event as Virginia Mason nears completion of a $100 million comprehensive fundraising campaign focused on transforming health care. That's a lot of money. Which is something we all need. Money. Uh, <laughs> and health care. The Weston Seattle Grand Ballroom at 1905th Avenue in Seattle is the venue. Starts at 5:30, and there's going to be cocktails and a silent auction, followed by dinner and a live auction. Um, entertainment and dancing with what? Cool and the gang get out of town. I'm going to go just for that. Oh yes, it's so ladies' totally night. 
Yeah. And the feeling. Right. Right? Oh, yes, it. Okay, there you <laughs> go. Okay, we're going to start singing here. <laughs> Ooh, <good> <laughs> <laughs> we got to love yes. it. How much are, do we know how much tickets are? Tickets are, uh, on here. no, it's actually, you know, I'm sorry, that would be my faux pas, my socially savvy, unsavvy moment. I'm but sorry. It, it is, yeah, okay, well, well, but you can go to their website, go to virginiamason.com, and they're going to have the details for the event. So whatever it is, it's worth every penny. Yes, it is. Definitely. For Virginia Mason, of course, and then Cool and Gang doesn't hurt. Yes, it doesn't. Yeah. So what we've got right now in our hands is in our glasses is the Apex Winery Chocolate Shop. And I don't have tasting notes on this, but what I know is it mm. smells like, and now I don't want to risk, at the risk of making this wine sound more pedestrian than it is, it smells like a Tootsie Roll to me. No, it does. And, and definitely has that's that what Tootsie is, Roll. Yes, it does. Pop. The, now, what it reminds me of is the Shakar, the Shakar uh, chocolate cherries you can get. Oh, yeah. Oh. Definitely has, like, cherry. That cherry uh, background, yeah. I need, I need Kayla to give me some Tasting yeah. those. Well, and the nice thing that, you know, they like I said, they do have this wine out in QFC now. Um, they tasted it here. They sold out of it for a week here when they first started pouring it. And it is phenomenal. If you're looking for a wine, oh, Scott's over here gargling. Scott's gurgling, gargling. If you're God. looking for a wine for a dessert event, this is the wine to take because it is so unique. It is a great gift. It'd be a fabulous hostess gift. It's going to be one of those that if you bring it, nobody, the odds are nobody's going to think to bring this because they're not going to know how to pair it. This, to me, is the perfect dessert wine. It goes, you, since it's already sweet, though, what do you pair it with? Oh, with chocolate, with with fruits. Um, I don't know. Michael, what do you think? Uh, you know, I, I'm thinking like, you know, a flourless chocolate cake, you know, backed off on yeah. sugar a little bit on there. Maybe uh, a bridging ingredient would be like maybe if you uh, tossed in some like um, walnuts would be a great uh, pairing with uh, the wine, the tannic comes from the wine. But yeah, yeah. Ding dong. Some, fabulous a ding dong. cherry sauce on there. I would drink this with a ding dong. So if you're looking for a unique that be, wine, that would be socially acceptable. It, it, no, would, it be. would. It would be. It would be. No, it's so you freaking got the delicious. Center. It's delicious. It is fabulous. Until you get to the creamy so dinner. So thank you to Apex for uh, ho, ho. allowing us to try these uh, ho, ho. fabulous wines and the chocolate shop, which goes with everything from a decadent dessert to a ding-dong. we got a ho-ho down. we got a ho-ho down. So next Monday. No, I, I like this wine. I think it's good. So next Monday, for Scott, <laughs> next Monday, Socially Savvy will be broadcasting live from Choice Galleries in Bellevue, and our very own Fancy Frenchwood will be hosting the Electra Clothing Line from New York for one week only. Um, she'll be able to tell us about that, um, give us a, a quick peekaboo, but uh, we do have the event posted on our website, so RSVP for it. We have some fag- fabulous um, co-hosts for that, as well as some vendors showing up to show off their, their goodies. So May 12th through the 19th, you you got to come see me. Etc. New York designers are from the finest fashion houses, including Christian Dior, Tahari, Ellen Tracy, and Burberry, among others, and the majority of the fabric is imported from Europe. However, because of the trunk show business model, the prices are extremely competitive. We're talking comparable to Nordstrom's individualist and savvy lines. It yeah. is savvy, really cute. It. And they're savvy. very cute. Savvy. They're very user-friendly. <laughs> the, the clothing is very um, what I would call piece-oriented and that you could fit it in with your, your current wardrobe. That's and you, you don't need a one-on-one appointment. Come in with your girlfriends anytime from 11 to 6, the 12th through the 19th www.etcetera.com. Check out the collection. You can look at the spring and summer 2011 collection and come on in. And for you industry professionals, I'm giving a 10% commission on anyone in the fashion industry that brings in their clients, referrals, friends. Come on in. Let's have a party and make money at the same time. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and we're going to hit Plan Ahead, brought to you by ZipFizz, the healthy energy mix in a tube. Tracy? Um, Okay, this is really planning ahead, but uh, Thursday evening, June 2nd, um, we're having a pre-party and then a screening of The Hangover 2. And who, and who does not want to go see that movie? Um, the pre-party is at Pink Ultra Lounge. It'll start around 6 or 7. We're going to have Elvis impersonators, fake gambling, and just a really good time before we all go over and watch the new movie, which looks like a really fun time. That's going to be awesome. So, hey, a sick annual beer. Boobs, three-day fundraiser, Saturday, May 21st at 6.30 p.m. until May 21st at midnight. Bleachers Sports Pub, going to be a great event, and it's a cheap event uh, as well. Six annual beer for boobs, Saturday, May 21. 
I didn't write it, people. Saturday, May 21, the fourth annual Forbidden Fashion Show. 7.30 p.m., May 22nd, 1 a.m., Seattle Art Museum, 1300 First Avenue, Seattle. And, Michael, sorry to take this from you. we got to wrap it up. Sunday, May 22nd, 3 p.m. until 6 p.m., Lucky Strike Lanes. Bellevue, the ladies of RSW International, invite you, Bowling for a Cause, benefiting Susan G. Komen. I think they're the pink ribbon people. They are the pink ribbon people. So we want to thank you all for listening to our show today. We want to um, thank Apex Alder Ridge for being our our location sponsors, Corks and Canvas with Lisa and Stephanie for being our guest speakers and telling us a little bit about that. Pop Chips, Kind Bars, Go Girl Energy Drinks, Blast Malt Beverages for the Ultimate Cocktail, Sweet Talk Wipes, Candy Lash Boutique, who is here doing touch-ups, Saki in Seattle, and of course, our own Chick Chat Seattle. Thank you for listening in, and we hope to hear from you next week. Take care. Bye.